Hello there, Thrill Seekers. This is the Win Win Podcast. I'm the father of the duo, John. I'm the son, Nicholas. And uh, we're here with uh, week two of our DMV edition. That is uh, artists that have that have been part of the scene in uh, Maryland, D.C., and Virginia. Uh, we have at least three artists that, are, that work independently. But uh, today's going to be full of surprises, or this podcast is going to be full of surprises. Again, it's, it's, it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And uh, hopefully you'll, you'll like what you hear. Yep. That's it's, uh, week nine total. Over two months. That's pretty cool. It is. It's 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 uh, very interesting, and uh, and I'm pleased with the way the uh, podcast is evolving with regards to dialogue and so on. And uh, I think there'll be a little more of it. So if the uh, cast runs a little long, forgive us. But uh, there's going to be a little more banter than usual, possibly. We'll see what happens. Enjoy.
inside we're a family I've got my pride and I've got my joy I'm gonna buy Jack a brand new toy Brand new toy They gave me 40 years to life Said I'd do 10 if I
I'm going to tell you where we started. We started off with uh, Ray Marie from Roanoke, Virginia. And uh, she released an album on the Flying Trout, I'm sorry, Flying Rising Trout label out of Roanoke, Virginia. She released an album in 2014 called God View. Interesting concept. And uh, Ray has a variation of Pachelbel's Canon, which you heard, which is absolutely outstanding. Uh, after that, her father, Stephen Michael Johnson, from his album, Tulane, Mary and Jack. Uh, so Ray Marie is the daughter of Stephen Jean, and uh, they are transplants from the Baltimore, D.C. area to Roanoke, Virginia, where they run a... Uh, business and uh, raised her daughter and uh, quite the uh, musician and talent and uh, uh, over the years uh, over the years they um, have entertained me in their home when I was doing business down in the area and uh, one night I was in their living room and Ray played this variation of Pachelbel's Canon on the piano without a score 
and uh, you can tell it's not the original Pachelbel score, but it fits right in with uh, with with the composition. And uh, but uh, what does this all lead? So Mary and Jack from Steve's album Tulane. It uh, great song, reminiscent of uh, uh, Coburn, Bruce Coburn, T-Bone Burnett, and a uh, little bit of picking like. Atkins and Knopfler on that cut. Very, very nice song. So what does that have to do with Dave Matthews? Good question. What's that? Oh, good question. What does that have to do with Dave Matthews? Well, there's a uh, pizza place in Salem, Virginia, not far from Roanoke. And uh, I think it's called Frank's Pizza, if I'm not mistaken. And it's on Main Street in Salem. And... uh, Next door, a couple doors up, is a recording studio. And one night, or one day, Steve was working on his music, and in an adjacent studio, some cat named Dave Matthews, who was just starting out, was cutting demos. And uh, so that's how these three tie in together. And uh, uh, Dave Matthews, I think he's he's from South Africa, but resides in um, Charlottesville, Virginia. So he qualifies as a DMVer. Did we eat at that pizza place? Yes, we did, on the way home from North Carolina. Yeah. And we stayed at Steve and Gene's house uh, on our way down one year. Stayed one night before we hit the road to finish that uh, long ride to uh, Sapphire Valley. So Dave Matthews, we were right in his stomping grounds when we ate at that pizza place? Uh, it's actually Steve and, it's Johnson's stomping grounds, but uh, Matthews is from Charlottesville, which is a couple hours away. But um, but still, local talent done good. Hmm. Is Charlottesville closer to DC? Yep. Okay. Yep. Charlottesville is about forty-five minutes to an hour southwest of Culpeper, hmm. and Culpeper is about an hour and a half outside of Washington. So it's, it's about a three-hour ride out out of Washington DC. Okay. Yeah, it can count. It counts. Okay. It's DMV. I'm glad. Yeah. I thought I was going to be punished for... Uh, yeah, it's it's borderline, but it counts. Okay. So what do you have? Well, I was thinking about starting out with a little bit of jazz. And I was thinking about starting out with a, with a talent that spent a good bit of time in Baltimore growing up probably uh, not a great time in Baltimore unfortunately but it's Billie Holiday and um, yeah she didn't have it easy growing up but she made a lot of good music and I really enjoy her as a jazz musician and after that we'll move down the beltway to DC where Duke Ellington grew up, and I'll play one of his tracks off of Such Sweet Thunder, his 1957 album. And after that, I'll move into something a little more recent. So, so what what uh, what do you like about Billie Holiday and Duke? What attracted them to you or brought them to your attention? Billie Holiday was in one of my 
video games, believe it or not. Uh, Fallout 3, it's basically a post-apocalyptic game that takes place around DC, um, funny enough, Bethesda area. And the game, the game developer uh, studio is called Bethesda. They're based out of Bethesda. So cool. they probably had a little fun with the location for that. But anyway, the uh, there was like a, a little radio that you could play in that game. And one of the songs on rotation was... Uh, actually, I think it had two Billie Holiday songs, which was pretty cool. Very um, cool. Yeah. So it the whole aesthetic was like a, an interesting 1950s, but like futuristic and a apocalyptic post-nuclear fallout thing so it's a really interesting setting and i played a lot of it when i was in seventh grade so that's how i was introduced to billy holiday but i didn't know it was billy holiday until uh, a few years after the fact and and uh exposed to to both her and a lot of duke ellington in my history of jazz class which i had right. mentioned in a few episodes before mm -hmm. so I like both of them. I like jazz. My first, I mean, I've been familiar with Ellington for years, but what really caught my ears was the soundtrack to uh, American Hustle from a few years ago. And uh, uh, the Christian Bale character was playing a selection from Duke Ellington Live at Newport, Jeep's Blues, and I thought to myself, what is this piece of music? It's just so incredible. But uh, Duke Ellington and Billie Holiday and a trip down the Beltway. Thank you. 
So, first in that rotation, I know I'm going kind of backwards, we had Billie Holiday with Easy Living. Can't say off the top of my head what year that was because it's off of a box set, an old Time Life box set from 1979. And after that, 
a year that I can give is 1957. That's the year of Duke Ellington's Such Sweet Thunder recording. And that particular track was called Star-Crossed Lovers, track nine off of that album. And um, it's pretty bluesy. Mellow, um, mellow melancholy. Yeah. Melancholy. Uh, a little bummed out because I'm, because uh, of that car that didn't end up working out. I was really interested in it. Um, so it's, it's fitting for the occasion. Yeah. Yeah, you can say that. But after that, we moved back up the Beltway from D.C. native Duke Ellington to uh, Baltimore, West Baltimore, Sandtown. Uh, Sandtown Children's Choir, I guess you can call it, featuring Toby Mac. That track is called Pardon Me. And the CD was released in 2003, but that particular song was released in 1999, um, which is something that I only just found out looking at the liner notes. But it's it's neat i hope every i hope they're doing well you know the, yep yep absolutely. whoever was in that choir so it was a pretty cool thing uh sandtown children's choir gospel album yeah it's sunday and it's a it's a good message you know it really is and uh i did everybody a disservice i forgot to mention the name of the dave matthews song that we uh played earlier it's tripping billy from the album Crash, which I think was their debut for RCA. Um, there's also an independent release with that song on it, which was a live recording. But uh, Moving forward, uh, Rumba Club, David Byrne, The Talking Heads, and a surprise. I still haven't decided who I'm going to insert after those two. A lot of options. Yep. After all, it is a sampler. It's like a box of chocolates. I'm sure people tired of hearing that, but it's mm. true. <laughs> yeah, you know. If people don't know, now they know.
cut Rick Ocasek, founder of the band, one of the founders, uh, from Baltimore. And uh, I think this was their second or third LP. Cars had a pretty good run. He was in one of the hipster movies, I think back in the 90s. I can't remember which one it was. Maybe it was a John Waters movie. I'm not sure. But uh, the album came out in 81. Now I'm feeling old. Uh, Before that, Mr. Jones... By the Talking Heads, David Byrne was born in Scotland. Dad was an engineer for uh, Westinghouse. They moved from Scotland to Arbutus, and David Byrne uh, went to, uh, graduated from Lansdowne High School in I think 1970. Uh, in a little bio that I read about him, uh, his dad was an engineering genius. And uh, knowing that David was interested in music and playing and all that stuff, uh, he, his dad constructed a reel-to-reel recorder that re- could record in, I think, multi-channel. I think it was four-channel, something like that. And, uh, um, and he, Byrne admitted in an interview that he is Asperger's, and, uh, and music was a way that uh, he w- would... Uh, communicate with people and 
sure enough he did mr jones with a nice latin flavor to it and uh and before that rumba club a club band that i followed when i went to music clubs in and around baltimore i still do but uh not the way I used to 40 years ago or 30 years ago. Uh, the album is called Songs from Gondwana Land, Rumba Club. Uh, the opening cut from their that album, Guido Goes to Cuba. And uh, Nicholas will recognize uh, the name of Paul Hanna, who plays alto sax. He's also a member of the Carl Flipiak Jazz Quartet, as well yeah. as Jimmy Jazz. Hmm. So... Um, and his brother, uh, his brother Jim Hanna was also in the band, uh, doing uh, playing percussion. But uh, good stuff. They were a lot of fun to watch, listen, and dance to. And uh, so yeah, a little bit of a Latin flavor to the DMV. And uh, and now we move on. Well, I was spending some time pondering what to play next. And what crossed my mind was an artist that we know from North Carolina, where he resides currently, uh, is a pastor, a reverend, and uh, he has a musical project named Fire Pups, and I'm sure you can explain a little more about him. Yeah, uh, Fred was is from the Northern Virginia area. Uh, I believe the Falls Church area I might be mistaken. I know he'll reach out and correct me. Um, he's he's a, he's a solo artist. He has over 20 albums on Spotify. Look him up. Uh, Fire Pups, worth checking out. Uh, he's kind of prog, kind of absurd. You know, you know what I mean. Some of the stuff's very accessible. Very creative guy, one-man band, and uh, we love him. And uh, and he's become a good friend over the years. Uh, he pastors a flock down in Nags Head, uh, the Church of the of the Good Shepherd, which is part of the Anglican Communion of North America. Great, great guy, good family man. Love him and his family. Can't wait to see them again. So here he is. Fire Pups, the song, Peanut Butter on My Tongue. Maybe Peanut Butter on the Spoon? Yeah. Peanut Butter on the Spoon, and uh, if you have dogs, you know what we're talking about. And I eat Peanut Butter off a Spoon. Do you eat Peanut Butter off a Spoon? I have. Okay. I don't <laughs> I do it regularly. I like to pair it with apples. There you go. Off a knife. Yep. There's a foodie thought for, for for the listeners. Yep. You have about ten and a half minutes to ponder it. Oh, yeah. 
Thank you. 
so we have there Frank Zappa what's new in Baltimore now the guitar riff there followed a um, followed a like uh, what the vocal melody does on some version of the hey, hey, hey what's new in Baltimore yep and it's a uh, kind of like reminds me of a power ballad this version of it um but it's really yeah it's it's a nice instrumental for somebody who doesn't know the song maybe they they could uh i don't know they could picture it being some really powerful like emotional tune something like that yeah and maybe it is emotional in a way and before that, we had Fire Pups, Peanut Butter on the Spoon, uh, released last year, to my knowledge, 2020, I think. So that's, uh, that is a tune about peanut butter. Not too much to it, but at spoon. the same time, there's a lot to it. Yeah, it's a lot of sound textures in there, a lot of uh, exploration and, uh, yeah, kind of Zappa-esque in moments, and uh, yeah, very prog, uh, very avant-garde, and uh, it's one of the things I like about Fire Pups and and uh, their Spotify catalog. Check them out on Spotify. Unrestrained creativity. That's right, or creativity unrestrained. Boy, we should be in marketing. Yeah. So, uh, what, what what do you appreciate about Zappa? Well, I appreciate the musicianship. I think it's a lot of fun listening to the, uh, well, people who are really good at their instruments and uh, somebody who makes sure that his band is really good at their instruments holds them to a high standard, but at the same time, it's not limited to just being good at an instrument. Uh, it's also very tasteful, and it's not blindly playing very... Um, very hard parts, but it's um, having fun while doing it, and despite the challenges of playing with Frank Zappa, yeah, um, like they have fun and they play in such a way where although it's really difficult, um, it's it's still like lighthearted. And, um, there's a lot to like, I think, and it's not boring. Nope. Uh, the songs are always a lot of fun, in my opinion. And don't get me wrong, I think bands that don't have, um, don't have the same level of musicianship, they have their own appeal to them. Exactly. But exactly. Frank Zappa, uh, I think it's about as good as it gets musician wise and they they still like you can tell that they're pretty passionate about the music and uh, and they enjoy it so uh, it doesn't matter if you're really good or if you're not so good I started playing in a band when I had I don't know maybe two months worth of drum experience and it worked out alright and we we were still able to have a lot of fun 
and I'm still drumming, still learning, but still able to play. And yeah, anybody can play an instrument and create something. That's correct. And you never know what you might come up with. You, you might be the next big thing, you know, like the Beatles or the Talking Heads or Frank Zappa, Rolling Stones. It's endless. The possibilities are endless. You could be the next Duke Ellington. You could be the next Duke Ellington. Uh, you hang with uh, some very creative types and uh, putting together some really good stuff. And uh, can't wait to hear what uh, you offer in the future. Me? You. Oh, thanks. And the, and the bands you work with. Thank you. Yeah, we'll, we'll be having something real soon. We'll see how it goes we'll see cool. if people listen to it cool yep so what's what's on the plate for you do you want to yeah play yeah. something more uh actually yeah uh, i'd like that uh the, the uh, album that uh what's new in baltimore came from is uh the mothers of prevention and this was back in the day i back during the released back during the reagan administration but the likes of tipper gore and others were trying really hard to pressure Congress to censor uh, music. Uh, Zappa, in my opinion, was a complete uh, uh, libertarian, you know, and, uh, and uh, constitutionalist and a very, very strong supporter of the First Amendment. And um, just, it's just, you know, he's a patriot and I don't know what he would think if he were alive today, but uh, but uh, he was definitely uh, well, definitely a talent to behold and a satirist as well. well. According to the cover, warning guarantee: this album contains material which a truly free society would neither fear nor suppress. In some socially retarded areas, religious fanatics and ultra-conservative political organizations violate your First Amendment rights by attempting to censor rock and roll albums. We feel that this is unconstitutional and un-American.
got problems. My wise men could not read this writing. The queen tells me maybe you can. Palestine, many, many 
Tekel Parzin, who can read the writing on the wall. The name of the song is The Writing on the Wall. To tell us, I was the Christian prog band. You can hear the King Crimson influence. Uh, Patrick Schroeder on the drums, exceptional talent. Bill Venzel on guitar. Uh, Jim Wall, I believe, on the uh, Chapman stick and uh, the Taurus bass pedals. Uh, the album cover was designed by Connell Byrne, the late Connell Byrne, who's no longer with us. Um, we took Connell to see um, Stop Making Sense as a Senator a few years ago. Uh, he designed that album cover and uh, other things for the group. Wow. Now I know who that was. Yep. Oh. Yep. Connell passed away from uh, colon cancer. God rest his soul. I know he's resting comfortably in the arms of his Redeemer. Um, I have one more. Okay. In that case, I got two more. Okay, we can go first. Okay. Well, um, I guess, let's see. I had... You know, I've had some songs that I've been meaning to play. Um, didn't get around to them last week. But maybe I should go with something else for this week. Because the other two I can I can easily play later on. Well, I could play any of these easily later on. But all right, the two that I'm going to play today, um, like... I found the CD so easily today that it seems like it was just too good of an opportunity to pass up. A band called Soul Cannon. And I saw them live opening up for Deerhoof in February of 2019. And they're a pretty cool fusion group. Really, really, really talented. Uh, all of them are talented. Um, and they released an album in 2018. 2018 uh, it might just be called Soul Cannon self-titled and track 4 Play Hard this is Soul Cannon Sometimes it's time to get moving Chase a place space for improvement Let the wind blow away your stress There ain't a whole lot of time left Little time left Sometimes it's time to get moving Chase a place space for improvement Let the wind blow away your stress There ain't a whole lot of time left Little time left Somebody said life is short so play hard A singer gets told don't quit her day job Another gets a record deal Young and experienced London 05 the boy go delirious So serious Get to him on tour from London. He attempts to jump, to jump, to jump from the 13th floor of his hotel room after gouging his eye out. Was it suicide or was simply a cry out? Maybe he wished he hadn't seen what he seen, or the nightmare came while he was chasing his dream. Sometimes it's time to get moving, chase and play space for improvement. Let the wind blow away your stress, and ain't a whole lot of time left. Little time left. Tell me where you on your way to. Lose power, ain't knowledge, and those that I hate you. How many more stay to embrace you? Who's close trying to replace you? Words be spoke with the attempt to disgrace you? Half the face they come from won't face you. They won't face you. They won't face you. Triple the challenge is there to replace you. Get to where you on your way to. Drive the train, you try and ride the train. Everybody can't ride you, survive. 
so play hard She acquired a place for the Lakers in backyard Far away from trailer parks and little work She took a guitar to go out and cover new turf Singing sweet songs Sometimes it's time to get moving Chase and play space for improvement Let the wind blow away your stress And ain't a whole lot of time left Little time left Sometimes it's time to get moving Chase and play space for improvement Let the wind blow away your stress It ain't a whole lot of time left Little time left Hey, 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 hey Time fly fast and think past today Hey, that reminds me. What's that? It, it, as soon as I heard these guys, my mind went back to like 95, 96 when a bunch of friends and I went down to see King Crimson at Merriweather uh, for the Thrack Attack tour, which was an event all in itself. Uh-huh. And the opening act was Vernon Reed's Mask. Vernon Reed, as most people know, is the founder and the guitarist for Living Color. And they've had a string of decent records but mask was very avant-garde very very similar uh with the uh, reed's guitar pyrotechnics and there was this guy the vocalist was sitting in a chair reciting poetry in a rap style so that was very cool yeah that is pretty cool it sounds like a neat project yeah absolutely so i had to, I had to interject something before you played your next uh cut living color did call it a personality right Yep, sure did.
That last track was Shy Lust, Apocalypse Disco, released on Bandcamp. Um, Bandcamp, not Spotify, I believe, but Shy Lust is uh, a great group of musicians and some good friends of the Baltimore music scene. And uh, their lead, Sean Corky, uh, shares very similar musical interests to me, I feel. And the music is always groovy. I love Shy Lust. Their drummer, uh, Spencer, he's also in Power Washer, which is the group that I played last week. And as I was playing Power Washer, I figured, well, I got to play some Shy Lust as well. Uh, too good not to be played. The thing was, I just didn't have any Shy Lust um, physical copies of music because mm-hmm. I think everything has been released digitally so far. But this week, um, out of necessity, decided to put a few songs on a CD so that we could uh, play it down here in the Situation Room, and I'm happy I did expose the listeners to some Shy Lust here. Yeah, yeah, I, I found that cut to be kind of interesting. I was uh, thinking about TV shows from the 70s and that music could easily fit in the soundtrack of stuff like Chips and so on. I'm just and uh, kind of hypnotic, kind of trance-like, very pleasant to listen to, and, uh, and uh, I enjoy it and had a nice 70s vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sean Corky. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you to the rest of the gang. Good song, good stuff. I want to close off uh, the, uh, the 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 cast today. Do you have anything else? No. Okay. Nothing um, that can't wait till next week. Okay. Well, if you drive down Interstate eighty three, or let's say the Jones Falls Expressway, get off at Northern Parkway and go west. You know, beyond Rogers Avenue, there's a development up on a hill called Greenberry Woods. Back in the 90s, a group of kids got together, local guys, and they called themselves the Greenberry Woods. From their album, Rapple Dapple, this is Trampoline.
And that does it for the uh, DMV editions of the Win-Win Situation podcast. Yep. And I'm sure we'll we'll spruce some Baltimore bands, some DMV bands, and yeah. But the these two weeks have been dedicated to purely DMV bands, DMV related bands, and I really enjoyed that last track. That's some cool power pop sounds. Yep. Yeah, definitely ear candy and uh yeah, I was I was reading some of the liner notes and uh apparently uh yeah, they dropped a lot of names that I'm familiar with. I don't know Ron Furman, but Ron Furman owns uh, Max's on Broadway. I hope he still owns it down at Fells Point. And uh, he was one of the band managers. And I believe that the uh, the Greenberry Woods played there a few times. Max's was a great live music destination before it became a tap house. Oh, pretty neat fact. Yep, yep. Greenberry Woods. Yeah, uh, did the uh, the neighborhoods in Mount Washington, uh, about a mile, maybe about a half mile to a mile east of uh, Sinai Hospital, and uh, very pleasant sound, and you know, a pair of brothers and a few couple friends got together and created this group, and uh, uh, the Husman brother, Hughesman brothers, Matt and Brent, on uh, respectively on vocals and lead guitar and uh bass guitar rather ira katz on vocals and rhythm miles rosen on drums and percussion greenberry woods sire records 1994. cool so we'll see you next week for the 10th edition of the win-win situation podcast we're reaching a decade that's right that's right we're reaching a decade of uh goodness yeah. For whatever, for lack of a better word at this point. Yeah. So thanks for sharing your stuff. and uh, Likewise. And uh, glad to have been a good influence in your musical taste as you explore your own, which I think is very cool. And, uh, and we press on. Thanks Roger. for listening, everybody. Roger Dodger. I learned that term on Friday at softball. Uh, all right. See, well... Every see everybody. I don't know. Here, well, listen next week. Well, we'll be back next week. We'll definitely be back next week. All right. Bye bye, everybody. So long. Bye.